All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oilers Nation in the morning. There you go. Hey, I knew I, I knew Aaron would like that one. Sick. I prefer I Oilers that. Nation after dark. Yeah, that uh, well, that's coming back. Scantily like clad Oilers Nation. <laughs> yeah, well, Aaron's the new host of it, so giddy I'll be up. sure to be scantily. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, welcome into a special morning edition of Oilers Nation every day, as always, live from the Sports Closet Studio. Look what they hooked us up with. I can't take it off the hanger because everything else will fall down. It's a load-bearing hanger. Um, but, Frank, what do you think? What do you think of these uh, Heritage Classic units? So here's the thing. I like the jersey. Mm-hmm. They lost me on the pants and the gloves. Oh, no. Wrong take. I, I think it's sweet. Outdoor games. Right, see you guys later. Yeah, it's got to look old <laughs> that school. That was Frank Cervoli, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you like the jersey, don't like the whole getup. Yeah, I think that if you just had, like, really simply color-matched. Yeah pants that were normal hmm. that would have been a good look hmm. but not just good but like chef's yeah. kiss mama mia uh frank saravalli <laughs> is in edmonton the nhl insider and originally like we said yesterday on the show we were gonna do this at like some undetermined time in the mm-hmm. afternoon then last night frank being a genius was like why don't we just do it in the morning and the three of us were like, oh, but then we got to get up early. Yeah, mornings. But oh Frank, won, Frank won the fight. Uh, yes, so we're sorry. going We're sorry. going live at 9 a.m. Uh, you're it's on not a-, a place of miniature business. We, <laughs> we actually do stuff here. We do. Uh, we'll be heading down to Roger's Place a little bit later today for you to collect a bunch of interviews. But you're doing a nice little Western Canadian preseason tour that included a stop out in Vancouver. How was Van? Rainy. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Yep. Uh, <laughs> did not see the sun. But it was good to spend some time with the Canucks. Um, 
good to really get a, a, a vibe and sense of what their camp is like. Um, they have fascinating conversation with Ian Cole, which we'll drop on frankly speaking soon. Just he, he joined the Canucks in part because of opportunity, but also in part because he thinks that hearing directly from the coaching staff and management before he signed that they're sick of losing, that they want this to end and change. Probably not like, not that the Oilers are are viewing the Canucks as a huge threat, but it's going to make for a fascinating division this year that I think is the toughest in hockey. So you think it's the toughest in hockey. Give me a tougher one. It's definitely not the Atlantic. It is underrated. I don't think people appreciate how difficult the Pacific actually can be. When are the only team? How many playoff teams did they? They were the only. They had the most hundred point teams last year, which is worth noting. Um, You don't mark for Frank. You don't think it's the Atlantic, Toronto, Tampa. Nope. Well, Boston, Florida's good. Boston's going to take a step back. I could see Florida missing the playoffs. That's. I think so too. Are Florida good? Like they're good, but they're not like a contender. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're right. They got hot. Metro. That's maybe the only division that I think you could make a strong counter argument for. Yeah, maybe you. Yeah, you might be right. The only I'm not entirely sure how good the Rangers are. Like, I think they have a lot of really good pieces. Yeah, they were also the third place team in that division last year. Not that this is a great comparison, but similar to Vancouver in a way where you look at that Canucks roster and you're like, Pedersen, electric, Quinn Hughes, captain now, electric, Thatcher Demko should be really, really good. And you're like, okay, you've said this before. They have all the pillars. It's everything around there that just always seems to crumble for the Canucks. Okay, so let's unpack everything that you just said. So everything that could go wrong for the Canucks has gone wrong. We acknowledge, right? Sure. That's probably going to change at some point. You know, so do you believe in curses? I mean, people say like, oh, the Leafs are going to leave yeah. in the playoffs. And I guess that could be the case. Yeah. But they've also changed the pieces around the Canucks. Like the biggest thing for me looking at that team was last year, they were asking defensemen that were young and inexperienced to bite off way more than they could chew. We're talking about fringe NHLers being put in four, five, six defensive roles. Yeah. This year, you're going to have Philip Ronick for a whole season. You signed Carson Soucy. You added Ian Cole. All of a sudden, one to six, you're like, oh, damn, that's pretty good. It's okay. Yeah. Thatcher Demko, healthy, completely healthy. Talk to him as part of our training camp tour. He said that he completely tore his groin last season. Gross. Yeah, gross. Look at his numbers through his whole career. You can almost directly correlate any downturn in his game with an injury. He played at an 883 for the first chunk of the season came back and from March 2nd until the end of the year, 920. It's good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really good. Adding Casey to Smith is a pretty good move too. <laughs> having a goalie like Demko after he's been playing behind Tristan Jerry's a bandaid too. It's good to have that kind of backup. Well, I think what's interesting, Liam is there's clearly a familiarity and a trust there mm-hmm. between the coaching staff and management and to Smith. They know him from Pitt. Yeah. And more than that, Demko and DeSmith are part of the same agency and know each other a little bit. I think that helps mm. as well, a trust factor. So here's my bold prediction. Okay. One, the Canucks make the playoffs. Two, 
Thatcher Demko wins the Vezina. Ooh. Ooh. Do, do you think the Canucks make the playoffs as a top three team or a wildcard team? Wildcard team. Okay. So four from the Pacific are at least getting in, in your opinion, because Edmonton and Vegas oh, LA yes. are all three. I, I have five. Calgary? God, is Calgary your fifth team, Frank? Get out of here. All right. See you guys. <laughs> they uh, are, hey? So I think, I think so. I'm still waffling a little bit. And the biggest thing, so the next question that you're, I know you're going to ask me is, okay, so if you have five teams and Calgary and Van are in, who is out? And I think, emphasis on think, Seattle. I don't know about the Kraken. I feel like you talked about everything going wrong for Vancouver. Everything went Every, right. Everything yeah, went right. Beat. And yeah. then this summer, they didn't get better. Like they're bringing back the same group. So it's like, are you, they're just blindly trusting that everything's going to go right again for all these career years are going to happen again. I doubt it. And they did that in spite of bad goaltending still. Yeah. So maybe the goaltending turns around and that's like the one thing. This is also a team that won around and defeated the defending Stanley cup champions (laughs) in round one. Like I, this is actually a bold prediction saying that the the Kraken are out. I think they're out too though. Do you have the flames in? Let's let's get some real talk on ONE. I I mean I think you have to le- legitly think the Flames are going to be good. The team Did you just invent a word? Legitly? Legitly? Dude, that's legitness. Legitimately. There's no time for hey, Where where is guy, where's Liam's proper English? Proper. Language. He's like he's like Kevin Malone in that episode of the office. He's trying to save time <laughs> just cutting out big chunks. Legit <laughs> legitimately. Yeah. Calgary are a good team. So, but that turnaround is purely based on vibes because well, they got worse over the summer again. Swapping to Foley for Sharon Govich makes them worse. They didn't get better. That's for sure. They, yeah, sir. They certainly didn't get better. Mm, okay, fair. So, just doesn't getting rid of Daryl Sutter make you I, better? But that's what I mean. So it's a complete. Did they get better? Vibes based did. turnaround. Even the light, the lightness of the dressing room with um, Jacob Pelcher joking the other day about his number change, saying how his new number is easier to remember. Because Sutter famously did that. <laughs> Dude, that right? was unreal. It's That's just like funny. stuff like that. It's like the vibes are a bit lighter. Like maybe Huberto can find his way because the coach doesn't hate him. Hatrick in like game big. one of the preseason. Like ten nothing, Tyler. Maybe they'll win yeah. it all. Who should who should Oilers fans be more scared of? The Flames or the Canucks? Is Liam a closet Flames fan? Might be. We're gonna yeah. yeah. Don't put that out. Yeah, let's please. <laughs> I think he might be. <laughs> Their <laughs> roster is good. Breaking and like news. Jacob Markstrom kind of just you know, up and down. But if you get an up year from Jacob Markstrom, then yeah, I think the Flames are my four in, in the Pacific. Okay, so you're going four. Maybe the here's, three. Okay, so here's the thing. Who from the Central is the other four? Because I can't come up with four playoff teams. Colorado, Dallas, Minnesota, Arizona. Boom, done. Heard it here first. Whoa. Arizona? What? Big big Carol Vamelka guy. No. Um, <laughs> the Yotes will be way better. The Yotes will be way better, Dude, man. I don't like whoever is selling that. Like me. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> I'm not buying. <laughs> I don't think they're a playoff team, but I think it's no, it'd it, be way more competitive. Be more the way they ended the season. Last I don't know. Ah, it's tough to tell. Dude, they have like two NHL defensemen. Who are you two? Jersey, Jersey and, Dumba? and Dumba and Michael Kesselring. Hey, uh, he's hey. good. Pour one out for our old friend. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> their defense is very weak. Okay, so let's... But their forward group is good. Good. Okay. And then... Malamaki's an NHL D-man. J.J. Moser's not a top-pairing guy, but he's good. 
Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, no, I just, I like the vibes. Your point there. Um, so you don't think St. Louis can make that jump? So wait, let's just re- like recall. Yeah. You're like Val Mackey, NHL defenseman. Like he was put on waivers last year. Not to say like waiver claims can't be something and that he m- may not have turned around his career. Like I think he desperately needed a fresh start and he got that opportunity in Arizona. Um, it's a lot. Like you're asking him to, be, he was on track before his knee injury in yeah. Calgary to be a top four guy. It's a big ask in Arizona. Yeah, it, it is. I just, <laughs> I'm just looking at who could be that fourth team in the central and I'm kind of, there is going, none. Well, yeah, like Winnipeg probably won't be good. The only team that I'm really not sure about is St. Louis. Yeah. I could see St. Louis being good. The goaltending going to hold. I'm just not a Bennington believer. I no. think we've got, if you go look at his numbers really closely, he's got 100 games of sub 900 save percentage. His last 100 games. Yeah. It's a lot. That's two seasons worth of starts pretty much. Yeah. So that's a long time to say I'm, I'm not even getting close to league average. What do you think of the Preds? What do you think of the Preds this season? Soros might be able to just drag them into. I don't fourth think spot. so. I just they've got such like. So let's talk about teams that got better and got worse. Like yeah, they, worse. I love the way they fought down the stretch, but they ripped off a huge ton of talent from that team at the trade deadline last year. So now to think that adding Ryan O'Reilly, love the leadership, think he's past his prime. Um, that forward group like it's the second the second line score? the second line on daily face off is thomas novak centering luke and Ve- evangelista. evangelista and dennis gurianov like that's come on that's <laughs> you've got a good. bunch of hope bets is yeah. really how i look at that team i don't mind their decor it's not terrible yeah um yeah no i don't think it's, it's pretty good pretty actually good. Yotes might be better than them. Isn't that kind of the Nashville way? Like have great defense and good goaltending and just hope somebody scores goals and they'll scrape the way in. Pretty much. Pretty much, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're like the central might be junk. And I said the I think the Pacific is the best division in the league. So maybe there are five coming from the Pacific. God, I just look at Vancouver. I don't I don't know. What part don't you like? I don't know if I'm sold on that forward group necessarily. Like, part about it, 102 point scorer Elias Pettersson. Okay, and, and that'd, that'd be like if I was like, oh, Philip Forsberg looking good. Kuzmenko's like, legit. JT yeah, Miller's legit. pretty legit. Yeah, JT, JT Miller's JT Miller is going to be a 90, 90. Pius Suter, third line center. I can tell you've been hanging out with Chris Faber and our friends over at Canucks yeah. Army, Frank. <laughs> well, I have been. Chris yeah. Faber did give me a ride to the rink yesterday. <laughs> I was say you got He's, to record in their studio, which is Faber's house. Yeah, it's like literally his his condo. Yeah. yeah. It was something. Yeah, so, maybe I'm not giving the Canucks forward group enough credit. So if you think Calgary and Vancouver <sighs> would make it, would it be Calgary then Vancouver? Yeah, if yeah. I, I think if Vancouver gets in, I think they're the fifth. Oilers, Canucks round one. That'd be pretty electric. That'd be a good one. It'd be a good series. It would so be good to get those thinking three. that the Oilers are winning the division. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I love how he said that. He was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> My take on the Oilers this year is that the regular season is going to be incredibly boring because I think it's just going to be kind of the same as last year. They'll just be good. You want to hear something funny? Um, Covering an NHL team, like the very worst thing that you can be is really, really good and also really, really bad because there's nothing ever to talk about. And that's kind of what I'm thinking is like, that's the new slogan for O&E this year. (laughs) Nothing. 
show the about The only nothing. way this show is entertaining <laughs> next year is if some shit goes terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Like you call them out for not making the playoffs at American Thanksgiving, which might it it's happened it's the last the two cards. years. The I've said it the last two years. Um, <laughs> so but like, like, okay, so let's talk about that. Let's unpack what are some of the things. And not this is not a negative. What are some things that could go wrong? Injuries. Well, that's any team. Yeah, for the Oilers, Stuart Skinner isn't a number one. Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Sorry. All right. Too soon. <laughs> well, like, okay. Jack Campbell never bounces back. That's right. Like, like goaltending. That's is like actually two. a, like, so the Oilers were, what was their record in January last year? Look it up. Tell me what the record was in January. Well, it was really bad until we went to Vegas, right? And uh, then we yeah. went to Vegas and everything turned we, around. We are All because Bag Milk went to Taco Bell six times. <laughs> Cantina lifestyle, Frank. It's a great argument, to be honest. It actually yeah, really is. Yeah, because it was from the LA Kings game on. On, and that's exactly, remember we went yeah. to uh, we went to the All-Star game in Florida and, and talked to McDavid. And I said, what, what do you think was the turning point in your year? And he said... The, the night we got blown out in LA. Okay, so all of January is not the right way to do it. I think it's Before mid. Before Jan, yeah. Yeah, because in January. What was their total record like on Jan 1, like heading into the new year? Oh my God, you're making me click around. Oh my that. God, it's hot. It says after Jan 1, hockey, we were 37 and 7. So Third, let's try and do reverse. 2016 and 2. 2016 and 2. Yeah, there were you know 16th that in the league. Is? It's like 86 points. Yeah. 88 points. Yeah. And then they did what after? It said 37 and 7. Since okay. January 1st. So and what was the big <laughs> what was the big culprit? Yeah. What was the contributing factor? Fire Tippett. Wait, wrong year. <laughs> yeah. Of them getting better? No, what what was the reason why they were 2016 and 2? Goal Goaltending. Jack Campbell. Ah, but poor Jack. This year seemed I'm not 100% sure Jack Campbell will bounce back. People keep putting him, like, see these things on Twitter. He's, like, he's going to finish top five in save percentage. Like, no, he's not. What does ever give you that indication when he's been playing? He is like a career 9 10 guy. He can be good. He'll be better. He should be better. We saw a glimpse of it, of it in the playoffs, and he probably should have played a game, started a game, I should say. I think the difference this year is the pressure is now on Stuart Skinner to be the number one rather yeah, than maybe. Jack Campbell to come in and be the number one. The others don't have to look at Campbell and be like, well, He's our star. We just paid him five million. We like, just keep flip flopping, starting goal. So who yeah. starts opening night? Skinner. Skinner. Skinner's creased loose. He, he's he's got the opportunity for. That. I still think he only plays like 42, 43 games this year, and Campbell probably plays like thirty eight, thirty nine, just because they're going to be mindful of it, and there'll probably be a stretch where the crease flips over. But I, it's Skinner's crease to lose to start. I what oh. kind of odds would you give me that Jack Campbell starts opening night? I would give you shout out to Betway 19 plus play responsibly Betway put myself in their shoes say there's like a 25% chance so yeah like 4 to 1 odds plus 400 I was going to say 500 Wait don't they start on the road Yeah they start in van So maybe they would start Campbell on the road and then have Skinner give so him the home So you're telling me Frank October 11th we're at Greta for the season launch party uh, of the Oilers old Nation. Greta bar. Yes, it's going to be a good time. Tickets are going to be launching soon. Keep it locked on nationgear.ca. And we're going to have a very, very, very exciting giveaway at our season launch party on October 11th. Shout so out to t- the new nationgear.ca. Yeah, that's coming, coming soon. Coming soon. You're telling me when all the nation's citizens gather for the season launch party at Greta, there's a chance Jack Campbell's leading the Oilers onto the ice in Vancouver. I think there's better than a 25% chance. Oof. What would you give it? 40? Yeah. 46. Jay Woodcroft refused to play him, start him in the playoffs, though. 
Different but times? that was last year, and this is you have to send them. It's 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 here. It's right here between your ears. Yeah. Jack Campbell. It's never technical. It's yeah. never physical. Well, last year his equipment was wrong. Well, that was a Mike <laughs> McKenna catch. Yeah. He was like the first guy to point that out, and was like, "Something's weird about this." Like his angle. Of, I don't know technical jargon. I don't understand. But you have to pump up the tires of Jack Campbell as much as you can. If you're Jay Woodcroft, that's actually one of those like top three, most important jobs this year is just being a human tire inflator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you think Campbell's starting isn't based off ability, the ability of skin or meritocracy or water, what or meritocracy. Yeah, I know that's sorry to throw that at you. Same. I couldn't even <laughs> Queens say English legit, legitimately before. <laughs> <laughs> so you think if Campbell starts, it's not based off Skinner's ability, but the fact Campbell needs to be, Mentally, there I guess engaged, you could say. yeah, engaged and confident. Okay, and is it a back to back to start? No, no, they play eleventh and fourteenth. So a couple of days. I think it's Wednesday. So well, what? They're they're probably not going to start Skinner in both. So you want Stu for the home opener? Yeah, that's Good what vibes. I would do. You might be onto something here. Oh my God! You might know. <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't know any details, but I plan to talk to Jay Woodcroft about that today. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I want to know, like, what are, how do you reinvigorate Jack Campbell? The only way to do it is to get him fr- right from the start, I think. Last year, he just pissed coll- his pants, collapsed on himself. Yeah. I just looked it up. Uh, to that LA Kings game, 19 starts, 877 save percentage. That's really bad. You're not going to make the playoffs with that. No, we have their uh, side by side numbers here from last season. Pretty clear who the number one was last year. 50 games played, 36 games played. Am I played. crazy? I don't think that's a crazy I thing. see your logic now that you've laid it out. Now that the facts have been presented, Welcome I see how you get there. Yeah. Because they're not, maybe you don't want to play Skinner the first two games of the year, would give Campbell a boost. I think the games played is going to be pretty split next season. So uh, here's my thing I, I, I'm not, there's no, I'm not down on Stuart Skinner at all. And I think he's a great piece to have and a fantastic contract. Last year was last year. Mm-hmm. Stuart Skinner needs to come out and do it again. And he didn't do it in the playoffs. He was sleepy. He was tired. But that's what excuse is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a bad one. <laughs> is there any chance that he regresses a bit? Yes. No, there's a good chance he regresses. Or a chance. There's a legitimate chance. That everybody always hits. Sophomore slump. Yep. Teams get a book on yeah. goalies. I think that's a real thing. It's like, it's not quite like third time through the lineup for a pitcher, but it's yeah. kind of like, Hey, we saw this guy a bunch. We understand how he moves. Here are his tendencies and weaknesses. Like last year, shoot from the blue line on Jack Campbell. Boom, worked. Yeah, shoot from Red Deer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's catch up on what's going on in the Oilers Nation YouTube chat, which today is brought to you by our friends at Star Mechanical. The number one YouTube chat in the world is brought to you by the number one heating and plumbing company in the world. I thought that Star was Mechanical. me. I I'm Star Mechanical. Ah, we mix it up. It's Wednesday. <laughs> It's oh yeah, this is your day. This is your day. Get out of well, here. Then yes. Frank's trip. I'm reclaiming Star Mechanical. Twenty four seven emergency service. Give them a ring seven eight zero four eight one eighty eight seventy three or find them online at starmechanical.ca. Chris Walkling had our first comment of the day. Third preseason game of the year. Good thing there's only two or three more, right? Wrong. Oilers play eight. Um, what else we going on? Jonathan is in, says, love the show. Watching from Salt Lake City. Go Oilers. Brad Bay is in. He is the Adam Ernie fan club, which is a weird name to put He's yourself on. He's the only by. member. 
Yeah, he might be the only <laughs> member. Uh, but I wanted to use that as a chance to take Brad's comment and flip it into a conversation. He's actually Adam Ernie's cousin. No, I don't know. Like, <laughs> he might he be. Might be. I don't- uh, there's also a very funny comment in there. But I want to talk about PTO candidates or the PTOs on the Oilers roster. So not roster. PG comment? Can I at least see? Dangerous Wade said, if you ever forget how hard it is to be a hockey writer, remember Frank is the youngest person in the room. There's <laughs> oh a great, there's a great yeah, joke. Um, also, my brother-in-law is in, and he's invited. I am not you. the youngest person in the room. I am the most oldest and most senior. You are. Mm. Uh, my brother-in-law is in. Senior and wants to know if you're going to be in town long enough to be at the baptism of his new baby. Godfather. I did that. Are you dangling that? Come on. <laughs> Uh, the answer is no. Ah, sorry, Kelly. Um, anyways, let's talk about the PTO guys in camp for the Oilers. Adam Ernie, Brandon Sutter. The interesting part in all of this. I for would me, fly back if I was the godfather. I'm just well, kidding. There you go. Invites, invites open. Um, Sutter on paper has the potential to be a perfect solution for this team. Shut down, fourth line center, right shot, kills penalties. Boom. Plug him in. Mm-hmm. The thing is for me, he has to play so good that this organization can feel they're justified in putting Raph Lavoie on waivers. A second round pick who you've put years into developing, six foot four frame, a guy who, if he pops, could be a really nice piece in this top nine. Is there a legitimate chance that Brandon Sutter plays so well that the Oilers go Raph Lavoie's on waivers? Yeah, there's a chance. And I think, is that not foolish? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Like he gets claimed, right? Someone asked that as well. If if Lavoie gets he claimed. gets claimed, so you're gonna give away a guy you picked in the second round a couple of years ago. Like because- any one of those bottom ten teams would be dumbed and be like, "Hey, Montreal size can play like has yeah. pedigree. Like why wouldn't we at least try this?" Um, is it foolish? I I was actually thinking about this a lot yesterday on the plane over because I was like. I was prepping for some questions today with Ken Holland and Jay Woodcroft. And I was like, the whole 
mission and mandate of the Oilers has changed. This is not when when Jay Woodcroft was brought in, and it wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, this guy can develop some young players. Ken Holland, four years ago when he was brought on, it was like, we need to retool and basically get this thing back up to speed. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, we're trying to win the whole damn thing. Yeah. Just in the same way that you don't really care about first round picks anymore. You don't really care about second round picks that haven't made it. But just because you have that. And mind- I'm not saying that's right. All yeah. I'm saying is I personally wouldn't because I just think there's lots of question marks about Sutter. Like he hasn't played like on the key phrase that you used there was on paper. And he might look good in September and October. But is he going to be gassed in February? I think that just because you're in this win now mode doesn't mean you act stupid. And to me, just being like, ah, seal of what would be kind of so like Tyler at a casino. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I've only, I've seen this in person, so I can. <laughs> to me, if you said that you go, okay, Brandon Sutter looks good. We like him. I think no matter what you're signing him and putting him in Bakersfield well, they and could, you're they waiting could. a bit and you go 11 and seven to start the year with no fourth line center. They could extend his PTO in Bakersfield, right? Could. Like yeah, you could do that. He could be sure. on PTO forever. Okay. Maybe that's what they do. PTO for life. <laughs> Pay time <laughs> off for life. The other option is if Dylan Holloway doesn't look great in the preseason, you could keep Lavoie and Sutter and Holloway doesn't need waivers. I think Holloway is going to... Probably going to make the team. But that is an option. If you love Sutter and you're like, damn, we need this guy in our lineup, but we don't want to lose Lavoie, you tell Dylan Holloway... You're going down for a month until someone gets hurt. I just think perspective is important because what he looks like now, he may not look like later in the season, having not played and long coat, like all the stuff that goes with like Jonathan Taves looked really good to start last season and <clears throat> fell apart. I'm not projecting that that's what's going to happen for Sutter. All, all I'm saying is I'm with you. Like, I don't think it, it makes sense to, you know, lose a prospect on waivers that may or may not be something to be candid. Um, just that the mission and mandate has changed. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I want to ask you a question about the blue line as well. There's been a lot of talk about, you know, and it's such training camp stuff like, Ooh, are the Oilers going to do Bouchard and nurse as a pairing next year? How exciting. We said yesterday on the show that the player who holds the keys to Jay Woodcroft being able to play <laughs> nurse and Bouchard together is Philip Broberg. If he comes into camp and looks like a guy who can handle top four minutes and you go, damn, we could play him with Ekholm, maybe have a Ekholm-Bouchard light pairing because those two played so well together last year. If Brober comes in and plays well, suddenly you can play Bouchard and Nurse and you have this top four with the two young guys on the right side. Maybe it's better than the Nurse-CC-Bouchard-Ekholm way of going about it. But I'm phrasing this or trying to get to this in a way. It's a big year for Philip Broberg, I think. It's it shit, or, it shit or get off the pot time. Either he comes in, establishes himself as a top four guy, or he's dealt at the deadline. But that's kind of what I was saying about the view of this and how this all comes together changing is like, this is not, this is not development time. This isn't, Hey, we'll just push you out there little guy mm-hmm. and, and see if you can grow. <laughs> this is, we are an elite one of the very best three, four five teams in the league. And we're trying to win a Stanley cup and I'm sorry, but we don't have room for you to plot along nicely. Yeah. But do you think they would give him 
a leash until like the deadline to decide that. I'd be like, hey, well, yeah. What, what what's the like. reason to make a decision before that? I, I agree. What's the but like? Some people just want the old Lou Lamorello. If you have time, use it. Yeah, I I think that's the right idea. I think they should play him in a bigger role to actually see see what you what got. he can do. Because there were so many times last season, everyone's like, oh, this guy can't play. It's like, well, he's playing like four minutes. Yeah, there's right? games he's he played four six minutes underneath you if you barely hit the ice. You know. So I want to go back to your original question though, because you said, is the linchpin to that Broberg? And isn't the linchpin to that a healthy Ekholm? Well, that too. Like, I mean, we're living under the assumption he's going to be fine because it sounds like if this it wasn't was the, a big deal and if it was the regular season, he'd be playing. Yeah. So it doesn't like, like big guy older doesn't really quite move as well as everyone else. A little bit slow in the playoffs dealing with a hip flexor before the season even starts make you like a little bit nervous. I'm, I, I'm curious to know how long he's been dealing with it. How do you just like it's September? It's how still September. Like, that? how do you like yeah. I am yourself in like captain skate? And usually, like, is is it I'm not saying it is or isn't, but isn't it like can it be tied to something else? Like, do you like com- compensate? Like, was your training like like I, I just have a lot of questions. I yeah, and I guess I just haven't thought that deep about it. I'm taking them at their word that it's just a minor thing. Guys get hurt, Frank. Sometimes it happens. Because, yeah. I don't know. I'm not that worried about it. Okay. Uh, I see in the chat, a lot of people are saying, uh, what does the roster look like for tonight's game? I'm excited to see who's playing tonight for us. Are the big guns coming out tonight? I think they are. My understanding is they are. McDavid and Drysaddle both playing? I'm pretty sure McDavid is. Don't know about Drysaddle. I That's being... not, I'm not reporting that. I'm just... Still I nothing on Twitter. plan is, at least... The Canucks yesterday were expecting that. In fact, the Oilers might be playing as many as like 10 guys or 11 guys tonight. Similar to what the uh, <laughs> Winnipeg, Jets. Winnipeg Jets did to them the other day when they the Oilers just got sort throttled. of. Yeah, like uh, the Canucks got throttled in, <laughs> oh, yeah, in Calgary. Yeah. Well, our friends at Betway, um, do they have odds up for this game? No, not yet. But it's coming. You can tell it's coming. Don't even talk about it. I don't even. Well, shout us at Betway. It's called a, yeah, it's a sickness. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's keep moving along here on the show. Ah, we got to get to the Sherwood Ford Giant question of the day brought to you by our friends out at Sherwood Ford the Giant. Some really exciting stuff coming up with them later on this season, whether you need a new vehicle or maybe you need something that doesn't get driven on the road. If you catch my drift, they could be they could have you covered later in the year. A little tease. Call that a tease, Liam. I'm not picking oh, up. Sorry. Putting, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, um, buy your own up. plane. We have, <laughs> we have the NHL insider in studio. So, Frank, we got to ask you, what's going to be the biggest need for the Oilers come trade deadline? I talked about how this regular season is going to be pretty boring. You guys spend, are so impatient. Like, stop doing the February show today. Well, like, it's September 27th. We are going to talk about this question. It'll be the biggest topic of the year. It'll just be, what do they need at the deadline? But when you look at this roster right now, what do you look at and go, that's the area Ken Holland will probably need to shore up. Probably third pair D. And probably a right shot versus a left shot, right? Probably. Like, I really like DeHarnay. He can be year seven, though. Right. But it also didn't it seem like they also didn't really trust him? It, in the playoffs, it was a bit of a mixed bag, I think. I think it was some nights when he was bad, they couldn't trust him. There were some nights where you didn't really notice he was playing, which is probably a good thing too. I can't really look at one thing of the forward group and be like, yeah, there's a clear hole there. 
Like there was one, but then Connor Brown filled it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Fogel determines if there's a hole or not in the forward group. And Holloway. And Holloway. Sure. Like if one of those guys pops and it's like, okay, the third line with McLeod and those two is giving you a decent amount of offense. Like you probably don't need that a forward. I do think there's a lot actually holes in the bottom six. So it's just not holes, just question marks, right? Like yeah, Mark's get, a question for me. Yeah, Mark. Is Derek, what's Derek Ryan, 36 now? What's he really going to yeah. do for you this year? But we're talking about away. like the legitimate edges and fringe. Like yeah. you said big need. Like none of those guys are big needs. The only thing I can think of is if you wanted to go out and get like a right shot version of Matias Ekholm. And then your top four would be Nurse and that guy and then Ekholm and Bouchard. And it's like, okay, now you're starting you to bump feel- CC down to the third pair. Then all CC's sudden, probably like- a cap casualty in the trade. Okay, and then you're running Kulak with one Tyson of Tyson Barry. Yeah, one Kulak with one of Vinny or Broberg on the other side. I think the Oilers players are still sad. Tyson Barry's not here. I think Tyson, Tyson Barry's sad. He yeah, talks Tyson about Barry's it all the damn time. Definitely sad. <laughs> they that that hit like a two by four. I did you hear theory. the story? He sorry. Did you hear the story he told on Luke Gazdick's podcast? No. He had some wedding crashers. Wedding crashers yeah. yeah, show up to his thing this summer because there were so many NHLers, and then. The way the wedding crashers exposed themselves is they were videoing Connor on the dance floor, I guess. So Barry's agent, who you know, Bane Pettinger, walked up to the guys and was like, hey, like, how do you know the bride and groom? And they were like, oh, we're uh, his agent Bane's cousins. <laughs> Bane was like, no, you're not. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, he definitely still misses it in Edmonton. I mean, hey. I hope those guys smashed later. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Barry definitely misses it in Edmonton. No, I can't say that. <laughs> I that totally took us off track. What would you want to say about Barry? I have this theory, Frank, and I know it's really silly, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Tyson Barry is a free agent at the end of this season, right? Okay. Off retain two million, right shot defenseman. Bring him back. Bring him back at the deadline. He played third pairing for the others last year and was actually not that bad. Him and Kulak reunion. Is that a Barry Kulak was actually a pretty good Barry. They were nice. Good. Yeah. Oilers love him. I think it was very, sounds like it's very difficult for all parties to actually move him. Do you think there's a chance? Because Nashville, from, we just discussed, probably isn't going to be that good. From the perspective, like if you wanted to just give the room a boost, like. Might not be a bad idea. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think, think he really, he's like now with a bunch of close friends in Nashville. Like, Matt probably pretty. Oh, no, they got rid of Matt Shane. Oh, yeah. What's he now? Yeah. Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. I'm, I'm up to the times. <laughs> That's mm. my Stanley Cup pick. The Dallas Stars. Really? You're on an Oilers show right now. <laughs> yeah, but you should all be thanking me. <laughs> yeah, you're never like they're missing the playoffs now. Who was your pick last year? Uh Carolina. Ah, well they had a good year. Yeah, I mean, Dallas looks like that top not that forward group on paper looks really, really good. They have the star power. Jay Gon G skates like the win. Yeah, they got moves well. That to also be a force. Think they can win the central over uh, Colorado in the regular season? Doesn't oh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. They finished one point back of them last year. Hmm. I think the Oilers legitimately have a chance to be the best regular season team in the league, though. Yeah, but they do. I don't think that's an unrealistic bar to set for them. Look, you're talking about like the preseason Stanley Cup favorite potentially. Yeah. So to say they could win the regular season, like no one's being like, no, they can't. Hot take, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, we do. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Good we, one. We do need Good to work. Good one, Randy. Good one. We need to work towards the end of the show. This is show number two of three this week. The third one is coming to you live from Century Mile Racetrack on Damn. Friday night. We're, Dude, I'm like so mad I'm missing that because I love the ponies. Down. We did an afternoon this show is, yesterday. 
it's standard bread racing, right? I probably. Okay. They are horses. They are horses. That's that is what <laughs> wow, the ad reads. You guys are really adding. Uh, we did a morning show today, and then we're doing a nighttime show on Friday live from the Horse Dragon Century Mall. Scantily clad. Yes. Oilers Nation. Oilers Nation dark. every day after dark, and uh, you can come. No ticket needed. It is a free event. We're going to be giving away Nation gear. There's going to be an Oilers Nation themed heat in the race as well. All happening because of our friends at Century Mile Racetrack. Don't miss it Friday. And if you're one of the people who never shuts up about me joining the Discord in the chat, mm. if someone shows me how to join the Discord at the event, I will do it. So what is what is the Discord? It is the, a people who listen to the show have like a Discord chat. It's, it's like a an chat app. room. It's like a uh, chat room app, mm-hmm. and they always want us to join. Huh. I, I but they do it like simultaneously. I don't know what they. It's do going there. off. I feel like all the time. Yeah, someone. But you're not in it, message. so you don't know. No, me, Liam, and uh, I are. Someone, in it. I were I, in it because we I appreciate don't our fans. Tyler's big leaking them. Standard. <laughs> they like send messages when we go live. Lance already did it. Surprise O&E 23 minutes ago. Thanks, Lance. The Lance. Uh, they are the best. Um, all right. Betway other sports report oh, real quick here. Oh. I have one question. Okay. Oh. I have two. Oh. Um, first God, question. What's your problem? The NHL just went to Australia. Yep. And it was almost a disaster. Two Speaking things. like a true member of the Queen's Commonwealth. <laughs> or the King's Commonwealth now. Okay. Do you go think... Ahead. There's a chance that they play again outside of not even North America, but outside of Europe. Like, would they go to like China or like South Korea or something like that? Do you think? Well, China, probably not. Everyone hates China. Why? What happened? Um, (laughs) Geopolitically. Ah, Yeah. Um, I think that's probably out of the rotation for a little bit as as well as Russia. Moscow. Yeah. (laughs) That's not going to happen. The NHL played games in Japan. Really? I think like, Tyler was like one, but like, really? yeah, that happened. See, that would be cool. Like that, that would be would on be my cool. list. Like I would love to go to like Tokyo or wherever. And yeah. But like put a game in one of those baseball states. You think they'd be the most well-behaved fans you've ever seen? They would clean like they up would after themselves. Yeah, right? Because that's at the baseball. World at, at world I mean, have Cup, you seen yeah. their toilets? Like it's unbelievable. Crazy little country. Yeah. Um, that's on my bucket list, actually. Tokyo? Um, Japan, yeah. Mine too. We should go together. We could go. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, where else? Like, that's kind of it. Look, here's it? the thing is they, the NHL was cut a big check to do this mm. game, these two games. And it's a really long way to go. As they found yeah. out, it's a very long way to ship rink equipment. <laughs> There's only 20, like, so Australia, I think because it's so far, people lose track of how big it is. Like it's, Bigger than the U.S. Yeah, and they have 22 total rinks. That's actually that's the surprising part is that there's 22 total. rinks. You think rinks. there's a, that's a lot? A little bit. I don't know. Dude, like the it's country Australia. is so big. It's hockey yeah, in like a warm hockey. country. Yeah, yeah, but they like have participated in the Olympics in hockey. Hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, like medaled I didn't in know like that. the 1930s, <laughs> like they oh, actually wow. like have hockey there. It's a thing. But not a big thing. Yeah. Do I have time for my other question? Yes, you get your other question. <laughs> God, you're so uh, needy. So he's kind of a two-parter. <laughs> yeah. Devin Levi is... Uh, my first question is, how much do Buffalo trust him to kind of be the goalie of this season? We saw that clip last night where he looks insane. And then secondly, how much regret do you think Florida have on trading him? Zero regret? You think so? You got Sam Reinhardt. I guess they did get Sam Reinhardt, but and he, he was an extra legit. commodity because they, they had, had Spencer, Spencer Knight. Knight. Yeah, 
We'll scratch that part question. It was like dealing from a position of strength. Like mm-hmm. you got Sam Reinhardt. Did he not come in and give you like 80 point season? Yeah, that's true. They did go to the Stanley Cup final. And Devin Levi's just now breaking in. Excuse me. Um, I would say, do they regret it? Probably not. I love his like, have you, you've seen his like gig of like. He's sh- meditating on the, the ice. The namaste. Yeah. Have you seen cool. that? No. So like during, so Devin Levi between, you know, when they like scrape the ice during media timeouts, TV timeouts, he like does like a yoga pose in between the circles and like full on, like, like meditates as like, they're like, like speaking of scantily clad, scantily clad women are like (laughs) scraping the ice right in front Mm -hmm. of him. He's like, yeah, whatever. I'm going to meditate. Interesting. Look it up. It's, it was a clip last night. I'm on it. It's cool. It's so. Uh, do you think Levi's good enough to get the Sabers to the playoffs? Um, I do think the Sabers make the playoffs. In spite of goaltending, do they go get a goalie? No, I think Levi- like all you're really asking for is like give me league average. Like yeah. you don't need to go out and be Sorokin or Sesterkin. Mm-hmm. Like you just need to be like good enough. His story is wild. He's really good. Like yeah. he's good. Like I think he's going to be a big surprise this year. And it's difficult to really project. First off, it's difficult to project any goalie any year, but mm. to do what he's attempting to do to go right from college to the NHL, like Hobie Baker winner Ryan Miller went to the AHL first. Like mm. that is a thing. Like you go and spend time there. Carrie Price played in the AHL. Like you need to do that. And he's kind of like skipping a step. It's happened before, like Tom Barrasso. Hall of Famer yeah. this year. Uh, he played high school hockey and the next year won the Calder and Vezina. That's legit. High school hockey. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So that was a long, long time ago and it tells you how bad goalies were then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's possible. I think it's doable. Okay, we got to move on to the Betway Other Sports Report. Shout out to our friends at Betway 19 Plus. Play responsibly. Hashtag ring the bell. You vibing with your Phillies right now? Six game heater. You think they got a shot this year? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Are you going to a lot of the playoff games again? Like your season ticket holder now? Yeah. The Atlanta Braves would be why not? Uh, last time I checked, they beat the Braves in the playoffs <laughs> last year. Oh, Whoops, yeah. Spencer Strider I mean, in Citizens Bank. Who has Park. the World Series in the last couple of years? Yeah, it's been 15 years for the Phillies. Fair enough. Um, but the vibes are good around Phillies fans this year. Oh, like yeah. you're, you're just Eagles, as like, yeah, it's a yeah. good time in the sports town. Bad time to be a Flyers fan. Any thoughts yeah. on Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift before we go? Yeah. That uh, thing has been blowing up. I'm, the, I'm, the I actually world. want to listen to the new Kelsey podcast yeah. today because he apparently goes in depth about it. We can yeah. download it for uh, our drive out tomorrow. New Heights. Uh, me and you, we're going to have a heart-to-heart the whole way there. Yeah, we probably will. That's usually <laughs> how we roll. Uh, Betway Other Sports Report. Jay's in action tonight as well. That was a tough, tough loss last night for the Bluebirds. Um, their magic number is still three. So that's not terrible. There's still two games up on the Mariners. Not terrible. But still, you need a big win, and you're facing Garrett Cole tonight. Uh, Cole versus Barrios. I would rock with the under on Betway. Not trusting the Jay's money line tonight. Not betting preseason hockey tonight. Not betting preseason no, hockey tonight. No, no, no. no way, Jose. There you go. Uh, Let's wrap up the show. Alberta Blue Cross. Uh, This is the new end of the show, Frank. We give our favorite memory of the show because Alberta Blue Cross, they're all about protecting memories with things like travel insurance. If you come on a nation vacation this year, 
our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. They I'm not provide, invited back on that. Yeah, no, you're not. Uh, but they provide all of the travel insurance. Shout out to Alberta Blue Cross. If you want to find out more info about how they can help protect you and your memories when you're traveling around, ab.bluecross.ca slash travel. Favorite memory of the show, Liam, go. Uh, probably when I learned a new word. Mm, yeah, legitimately. Good one. That's a good one. Don't ask me to spell it. Mm-hmm. Frank, favorite memory from today's show? When someone said that I was the youngest guy in the room. <laughs> that was a good one uh, from Danger Suede. Aaron, do you have a favorite memory from today's show? I think when I visualized Tyson Berry coming back to the Oilers, that was my favorite. That was yeah. a good one. Big visualized guy. Hey, oh. I like it. <laughs> uh, this will be my favorite part. What do you like? think about the new studio, Frank? I think the fake bricks are a nice time. Real bricks. Fake. Real bricks. Yeah. Fake. Jeez. Uh, Look corner of the edit that. Edit that. <laughs> you know how long this took to lay these bricks? Yeah. <laughs> one I by bet. one. Oh, the pyramids. Uh, yeah, it's pretty open. I like the Heritage Classic. Yeah, the Heritage Classic. Shout out to Sports Closet. They have them in stock. 210 for blanks. 260 if you want one with Connor McDavid on the back and also 97 on yeah, the front. So how does that work? So if you... Get a blank is like the. It's just a blank drop. Blank, yeah. It's kind of cool. I kind of like the blank drop. I also wish they only put the numbers on one sleeve, like they're only on the one mm. side, which I don't love. I like. What did you say before the show? Symmetry is beauty. Symmetry is beauty. Symmetry and it's weird beauty. that the numbers only. That's one, very Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Frank, we get along. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming back for the Heritage Classic. Are you actually? Really? Yeah. Oh, I wasn't sure. So I'm going to see you now. Heritage Classic, we're going to hang out. And then I'm coming for American Thanksgiving, your house. Mm-hmm. We're going to be seeing a lot of each other over the next little Damn, bit. I got to rethink my life. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Bringing uh, the whole family up to the YEG. You're bringing... Oh, everyone's coming? Oh, my God. Are you going to come? I know we talked about this last time. Are you going to come for family dinner then? I feel like I should repay you. If I'm going for Thanksgiving dinner, you should come to my parents' place for family dinner. Liam, we going to? Yeah. We should make it work. Yeah. Frank, this is what it looks like without the number. It's weird, isn't it? I think it's cool. A lot of blank space. I still don't feel like something's missing. Yeah. I kind of like that you have the number, but it is like, I don't know. Oh, exciting news. By the way, this one doesn't have the patch. Yeah. I don't know why the. I don't get it. I like it. I saw that certain, like the Fanatics ones had the patch and the Adidas ones don't. I don't know why that is weird. the case, but weird. You could always buy the patch for $5. And- there you go. All right. That's a wrap on today's edition of the show. Frank's heading down to Rogers place to get some big interviews and we will be back Friday live at the century mile racetrack. Don't miss it. Please show up. It's going to be a good time. Uh, thanks <laughs> bet, for bet on horses. Yes. <laughs> thanks for tuning into a morning edition of the show. Shout out to Sherwood Ford, Sports Closet, Star Mechanical, Century Mile, Betway, and our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. We'll chat with you again on Friday.